Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Tuesday, March the 29th, 2022. Today we're reading in Matthew chapter 9. This is a story of a, a paralyzed man who is brought to Jesus. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say, get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has the authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, get up, take your mat and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe and they praised God, who had given such authority to man. Okay, so this little story is a beautiful story, and I know it's been told over and over again. We generally like the version of it where the man is lowered down through the roof. That is not what Matthew has for us here. But Matthew's version, it gives us some things to think about. It is not an easy little story, to be sure. The first thing that I see in this story that kind of boggles the mind is um, when Jesus saw their faith, his friends... He said to the man, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. So the man's sins are forgiven because of his friend's faith? That's an interesting thing, that there's something communal about our relationship with God, that we are being saved, not just me being saved. Our American ideals say that everything is about me, the individual, that everything is about me, the consumer. And so I can go on Amazon, I can get what I want, I can have whatever I need, but in Scripture, we see that this life of faith is always communal at some point. Now, I'm not sure how this works out, and I'm not trying to say that we are not responsible uh, to confess our own sins and things like that. But I am saying that in the Scripture here, it says when he saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. That somehow our relationships to one another do help lead us to faith. They do help us in this journey with Christ. The second thing I see here is Jesus forgives sins before the cross. Now this will mess with your head a little bit too because Jesus has not died on the cross yet. And so many of us have this kind of contractual understanding with God. Like he paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I, did not, I could not pay. So it's almost like Jesus couldn't forgive sins until he paid that debt. And this clearly says something other than that. So there's more going on in the cross than just a simple payment. In fact, if you think about it, 
if there's a payment required, is it really grace? Is grace something where you have to pay for it? In fact, we would always say no. And so here's Jesus doing something crazy, as Jesus generally does. He's forgiving sins before the cross. Just think about that for a little bit. And you can also think about the fact that God forgave sins long before the cross all throughout the Old Testament. So he's in forgiving sins. He is doing an act of God. This is what makes everyone so upset. And they say he's blaspheming because only God can forgive sins. And so Jesus here looks at them and he says, okay, I know what you're thinking. I can read your thoughts. I can see the wheels turning. Um, and, and so he says, what's easier? Is it easier for me to say to this person, hey, your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up, take your mat and walk. Obviously, the easier thing would be to say, get up, take your mat and walk. Because that's a physical thing. The forgiveness of sins is this kind of supernatural kind of uh, mercy of letting him off the hook. I, I think the, the physical healing is definitely easier in my mind. Maybe to the crowd, it would be the other way around. But he says to him, hey, get up, take your mat and walk so that these people can understand that I actually have the authority to do what I'm saying I'm doing. And so when the crowd sees this, they're blown away by it and they praise God. The result of sins being forgiven is glory and praise to God. That will always be true in our lives. It's not to make us look better as people. There is always this thing that as we receive mercy, as we receive forgiveness, as we receive grace, we will then our lives will glorify God and people will not praise us because we didn't really have anything to do with it. They will praise God who is the one who can both heal and forgive sins. So messing with your mind a little bit this morning on the morning meditation, I do want to assure you this. One thing I know to be true is that God can and will and wants to forgive us of our sins. And Jesus says, if you can't believe that just by taking my word for it, in this story, he says, let me give you a little demonstration of the power of God at work among you. And then maybe you will believe that I can heal sins as well. We see things in our world all the time that should give us this awe and this reverence for God. I mean, something as simple as a baby being born healthy. Like in this moment, if you've ever been a parent and you've seen that little baby or a grandparent which someday will happen for me, hasn't yet. But if you'll ever be a, gra a grandparent, especially th this baby could do no wrong. This is a beautiful picture of the miraculous power of God, and it happens every day. And, and we can say that God is probably is capable of even forgiving me of my sin, my shame, and my guilt. And so what I do know, and we may talk about the cross more as we get to the cross in the words of Jesus and what it really is all about, if it's not just this simple tit-for-tat kind of payment. Um, but we do know that God will forgive us of our sins. And here Jesus does it long before the cross. And God did it all through the Old Testament for those who would turn to him, who would confess, who would repent, who would humble themselves. And so this man goes home healed and whole, not just physically, but also in his relationship with God. And his relationship with others, I'm sure. He's got these friends. He is at peace. He is finding shalom. The whole purpose of the Old Testament and the New Testament 
is that we would live in wholeness with God, with each other, and with the created order. And this man goes home that day whole, uh, both physically and in his relation to God, uh, because Christ wants to do all those things in his life. And I assure you today, if we will turn towards Christ, that Christ wants to make us whole as well. Even if we don't get healed physically in the way maybe we want to in our death, in our resurrection, we will have new bodies and we will be like his glorious body. And that's good news today. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.